Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. I'm Sam. I am. Welcome to the Lifeboat live stream. Okay, so I was preparing my week, getting ready to talk about uh, drug company, military, um, pharmaceuticals, and drugs that they were testing on people that actually caused some of these big pandemics and outbreaks in the first place when yesterday something very interesting, amusing to me happened. I saw this tweet here from BitBoy Crypto saying, if you don't think this is the greatest video in the history of Twitter, then you should delete your account. And he's retweeting Richard Hart here uh, on sitting on top of his Mercedes G-Class 4x4 squared twin turbo V8 on and on in this ridiculous outfit with the Lambo parked behind it, right? And he's he's got a video. We're going to see it later on. And of course... <laughs> I'm asking here, what is it about scammers that has them do this? And there's the picture of of Richard and there's BitBoy Crypto apparently on a rented Lambo in his ridiculous clown suit. And uh, somebody came in and tweeted here. It's been deleted, but it was like, um, well, BitBoy turned over a new leaf, right? He's He's not doing paid promotions anymore. And of course, I made a video about that saying, uh, yeah, he didn't come clean about fleecing his audience at least eight times, taking, you know, like 20, 30, 40 grand to do one show on a product, on a project that basically he says, oh, yeah, this is a winner. Y'all should buy it. He's basically getting a cut of the proceeds of this rug pull. And it was like, it was not one, two, it was like eight. But he wasn't in on it, y'all, okay? And uh, Jungle here replied to that and said yes, because influencers were receiving SEC inquiries. I'm sorry, did you think he did that to be a good guy? Coming out and stopping these crypto promotions? No. It was because he got hit with some paperwork from the authorities, wanting to know, just how much money have you been paid by these projects that rugged pool and exit scammed? We'd like those details, please. <laughs> Which I didn't, I, yeah, I hadn't heard about that. And he, Jungle Inc. is saying, uh, he's of course an XRP YouTuber that have, uh, we've been friends for a long time. Uh, oh yeah, big time. They want to know about all these influencer deals, who's paying people and for what. I'm sure it's just the start, by the way. And of course you have this announcement of regulation by enforcement and they hired this big digital division to go and crack down on crypto, which is kind of what the Riddlers told us about as well a while back, if I'm recalling correctly. And of course, we've got this right here. It's a chart showing how much these influencers charged to do one of these videos. And you can see JRNY with 547,000 viewers or subscribers on YouTube, 70 grand. Chico Crypto, which (laughs) if you remember... I did a little video when he came out and attacked XRP and basically tore him to pieces and he walked away pretending like he wasn't crying. Um, Well, he is 250K, his audience, and charging $45,000. Here's BitBoy with 1.7 million or 1.17 million in his audience or subscribers on YouTube. See, here's another thing, though, that you have to realize. He's getting $40,000 also. 
So one of the things you have to understand is there's subscribers because accounts put out regular content and people go in and see the channel and subscribe. And then there's daily views. There's like the average views you get in that first week. That's, or, or you know, some time period after release is kind of what you should be looking at because there's people, you know, I had a, a channel with 50,000 subscribers before it was deleted from YouTube and uh, they came in and uh, I would, I would do 15 to 20,000 views on the average video. The good ones would do way more than that. And there's channels out there that don't even do 10,000 average views, but have five times the subscriber numbers. So there's a, a, a certain concept of engagement that should be considered here as well with a lot of these accounts because they've been around, you know, for a while and, uh, a lot of people subscribe during the bull run and they're not watching the videos anymore. So, uh, Satoshi stacker, 17,000 Ivan on tech, the guy with all the big computer screens behind him or TVs behind him that does charts and so forth. He's charging a hundred grand. That's a great deal right there. It sounds like cryptos are us 15, uh, boss coin 15. And then, Bitcoin for beginners, eight grand. And then uh, they start going for 3,500, 5,500. Another one that's eight grand. In that kind of ballpark down here where these people are charging, you know, four, eight grand, that's pretty reasonable. You're gonna have to take some time to research and look into the project if you're gonna actually evaluate it and do a show on it. It's reasonable to make money doing that. But up here, is that what they're doing or are they getting a cut, a piece of the action? That's kind of what you should be asking yourself here. How many people are involved in this? Where are the connections? How are these things pushed out into mass awareness and who's doing the pushing? Who's pulling the strings behind the scenes and who set themselves up for financial windfalls in the process? And at the same time, avoided some of the pitfalls, which is what we're going to go into tonight. Because in reply to this article, or to this tweet right here, Funkadelic said, Hex is sweet, bro. And so, okay, I responded, well, until the new money coming in dries up, then it's UST, which just plummeted to zero, basically. And he says, well, you mean like every other crypto? And right there, I immediately recognize, oh, okay, he's giving me Richard Hart's talking points, but does he have the substance to back up what he's saying here, right? And I, so I respond to that and I say, no, some have actual utility. You can't, uh, can you tell me what problem Hex is solving and the utility that it creates, let me help you. Here's a conference filled with users. What real world problem is being solved by Hex? And we're going to look at that video later. But it's basically a bunch of people saying, well, um, I took my money and I used it to buy Hex and then I staked to the Hex and then I got more money out. It's amazing. <laughs> and it will work for you too. So he responds to that utility or not. All crypto goes down by 85% peak to trowel. And that's not true. Some of them go down to zero. Because you see, what utility does is it provides a floor to the price. 
just like with copper. If you have plumbers who are still using copper to do indoor plumbing, guess what? There's always going to be a market for copper because those guys need it at whatever price to do their job. If you're Tesla, you need lithium at whatever price to build the cars. Without it, you can't build the cars, right? So there's always a buyer as long as these um, utilitarian, uh, I guess, use cases exist, okay? And so this is what Hex is lacking. This is the Achilles heel of Richard's argument where it, that he tries to gloss over with a bunch of uh, sort of sleight of hand, I would almost call it. Uh, I said, so the answer, uh, okay, so he says, utility or not, all crypto goes down 85% peak to trial. Well, the floor on hex is zero, okay? That's what you need to understand. And I guarantee hex outperforms majority of other coins in this next up move starting tomorrow, which is today. So the answer is no. You can't identify a real-world problem or utility offered by Hex, right? So like I asked him, what utility is backing up the price of Hex? Because the way this thing works is you put money in, you get Hex out, you stake the Hex, and you get more Hex. But there's no guarantee as to what the price of Hex will be. And he says, um, pain, he finally responds with a, the use case, right? Paying sustainable interest is utility. Okay, that's somewhat true, especially in a negative rate environment like Europe or Japan, soon to be the U.S., right? But the problem is, where is the revenue coming from to pay the sustainable interest? And this is where... I, you know, I know there's a lot of people in the Hex audience who are like, oh, well, and they have their answers ready. I understand. We're going to get there. Don't worry. So what makes it sustainable? He says the software design. What else? Right? Because the Hex, con it's just a smart contract, Sam. And it's programmed into the smart contract. It's triple audited. The Hex project is triple audited. And it's guaranteed you'll get the 3.67, whatever percent it is back according to the amount that you stake for and the length of your stake and you're incentivized by the way to keep your money in for longer right there's a reason for that how does the software design generate revenue to pay investors how do you realize you're an investor uh, how do you realize you're an investor in this in his hyip right or uh, sorry you do realize you're an investor in his HYIP. Now, what is a HYIP? High Yield Investment Program, right? This was the whole Telegram scam that I got pulled into and a bunch of other people in the XRP community did, right? It was this supposed arbitrage bot, which is how we're told FTX made their millions, um, pooling money together to do arbitrage. And really, it was just a high yield investment program. They were paying out with new investor money the people who get in early do the best, right? And the people who get in late are left holding the bag. That's the way these things work. And they do really well for a while. And what I noticed is, because I basically after this, I rained hell down on them and went after a bunch of them. There's really fast burn ones that pay out higher interest rates. And then there's slow burn ones that pay out very 
much lower interest rates and those last longer. The other ones can last maybe sometimes only a few days or a week. Whereas the other ones can go for months before they run out of funds, before they run out of new investors bringing new money in so that the early investors can cash out in larger and larger amounts. That's how these programs work. Okay. So I, I, I'm asking how does software design generate revenue to pay investors? And uh, he's saying hex is inflationary and creates new hex to pay those who lock up their hex. More pay the longer you wait, right? So that's exactly what he's describing. That's in the smart contract. That's how it works. And of course, there is no value, no guarantee. The, the most straightforward thing Richard tells you, Richard Hartwin tells you, is that these have absolutely no value. And you have no expectation of profit. By the way, this is going to be the best investment of several lifetimes. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go to sky high numbers here. But you have no ex expectation of profit. I'm not going to do any more work on it. He's basically, this is not an HYIP hex. Okay, it's not. Because that has different parameters. This is a decentralized form. It's sort of a hybrid between a pyramid scheme. It's not a pyramid scheme. Uh, Richard is going to say that. And he's correct. It's not a uh, Ponzi scheme. He's going to say that. And he's also correct. Because what he's done is decentralized the game here that he's playing and set and tilted the tables in his favor and set himself up to make a lot of money at other people's expense. And that's what we're going to walk through here tonight. Okay. Oh, so the utility is the code he wrote creates hex with nothing backing it to pay other investors, right? Which is exactly what's happening. Thank goodness. I thought you were going to tell me a portion of the new money coming in went into some kind of pool to pay out existing investors. No, turns out he just keeps the new money coming in. It's a great deal for him. Uh, I mean, it's not him. He doesn't even know which wallet it goes into, apparently. You know, he wants to make fun of fake Toshi, who claims that, oh, I mean, it's in the Tulip Trust, and I don't even have the keys, and I don't even know who has the keys, and I can't get to it, and da, 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 da. And he's like, well, it goes, I don't know where it goes. I don't have any idea. It's gone. It's not yours anymore. It's And he's, he's happy to tell you this from the hood of his Mercedes, of his six-figure Mercedes. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. When I see a bubble forming, I buy as fast as I can, adding fuel to the fire. George Soros. Oh, okay. So that's, that's who we're modeling after now is George Soros. Okay. Uh, let me see here. So this is another thread. So he started two. And like we were going at it in different threads entirely. And he says, it's an income generating asset in a negative rate environment where we're headed. Uh, there's more, this is more important than ever, right? Because this is one of the talking points that Richard gives them is, well, I mean, the fiat's losing value, which is true. And it's moving into crypto. And so crypto is going to inflate massively in value. And therefore, that's where you need to be. And hex is the best place to do that because 
it's the first certificate of deposit on the blockchain, right? Wrong, wrong. And I'm saying again, so the answer is no, you can't identify a real world problem or utility offered by Hex. And he says, oh, I just answered your question. You're not understanding it. Isn't my problem. So see, now he's starting to get a little hostile because he's given me the talking points and most people just accept the talking points. And this guy thinks he's smarter than the talking points. And Richard's very smart. <laughs> Said, great. What real world problem is it solving to generate income? Where is the revenue used to pay out the profits and how are guaranteed returns offered in uncertain times? Right? Because the returns that they're talking about, and you'll see how he kind of conflates value with hex. The returns are a larger number of hex. You know, that token that when he gave it to you for your Ethereum, he told you it's absolutely worthless and has no value. And uh, Funkadelic here says it has rules like any other software. Yeah, it looks like Richard Hart figured it out before anybody else did, apparently. I'm, I'm saying, uh, you know, Wall Street can't figure this out, but Richard Hart has. How to, how to generate guaranteed income, a guaranteed return. He, he does in hacks. Of course, what value might that have? Might go to zero again. Okay. Yeah, I thought that person was going to drop out. Somebody wanted to come on and talk and I, like I was going to debate them and not walk through some stuff. Sorry. <laughs> well, this quickly devolved into, uh, no, I just know you're a little nerdy bitch who gets zero pussy and then can't admit when you're wrong. Probably why girls don't like you. And, uh, <laughs> said so this is what happens when i try to explain why hex is a scam if only there were some girls who liked me and he's actually right i'm in my 40s and still a virgin so if there's any ladies that want to help out with that <laughs> okay so let's go here to how hex works and let's hear it you know, hear their little explanation and see if I have any problems with it, okay? So what is this thing for those of you not familiar with HEX? It's the first high-yield blockchain certificate of deposit. CDs, known as certificate of deposit or time deposits, are worth trillions of dollars. CDs are worth more than gold, credit card companies, and cash. He likes to make that analogy because the money's being locked away, and that's uh, important to him, right? Because it makes the price go up. <laughs> Uh, okay, banks profit on poor customer service, early withdrawal fees, and auto renewal uh, you and auto renewing you at worse rates. They pay pitifully low interest. That's all true. Uh, new money is printed all the time, making yours less valuable. Hex monetizes the time value of your money in a totally new and better way. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm can't wait to hear this. It takes the concept of CDs to the next level. Hex replaces inefficient currencies, banks, payment networks, and verifiably secure peer-to-peer -peer technology. So he's just cut them all out, right? In Hex, you're the bank. You, the more you learn about it, the more you'll love it. Okay, well, here's 113 second video. Let's watch this. What is this Hex, you might ask? Hex I, is a crypto. I do ask. 
cryptocurrency, albeit a very different type of cryptocurrency. You see, instead of simply spending or trading this cryptocurrency, Hex lets you lock up your money and gain interest on it. We already do this through our banks. It is what the banking industry calls CDs or certificates of deposit. Actually, no, it's not. No, it's not. Because if you look here, let's see what he's, he's putting hex in. Oh, here he is. Here he is. Handy money getting hex. Hex lets you lock. He puts the hex up in. your money and gain interest. And gets more hex out. Interest on it. We already do this. But where's the guy to give him his money back for the hex? Because what they want to then go on to say is, well, so this is what banks do. wealth for a certain time, and in turn, they grow their wealth by earning interest. But the old school currencies that we lock up in our banks suffer from inflation, which means that while you are gaining interest over time, your money is also losing some of its value. This is where hex shines. Hmm. Because Hex is the first high-interest-paying cryptocurrency. Hex takes the profit out of banks and government money printing and gives it to Hex holders. Mm, yeah, see, it's starting to break down right here. Because he's not taking money and giving you back money. He's taking your money the Ethereum, now there was a distribution and so forth where he could get some for free. He didn't want to have to take people's Ethereum, but because he's such a good guy, he decided he would go ahead and do it so that it would give the currency value, as we're going to hear him explain. And, uh, well, that's, that seems to have done very well for him, taking everybody's money and giving them this uh, token that when he hands over, he tells you this is absolutely worthless and has no value. While he's, you know, keeping a hefty portion for himself, apparently, which I don't know that he's ever disclosed publicly. If somebody in the chat knows, I'd love to hear that. What banks do is they take your money and, you know, the, the story is, well, they loan it out and so forth. But no, they use it for the reserve repo requirements and so forth. And in the fractional reserve system, it lets them borrow 100x the money that you have on deposit with them. They take that, they go out and gamble with it and try and make more money until the world turns against them. And then they lose a bunch of money. And then they tell the government, you better give us $700 billion or there will be blood in the streets. And then the government prints the money and pays them off to cover their losses. And uh, we're told that uh, capitalism doesn't work <laughs> as if that's capitalism. So, but the, the whole idea is there's no like, here, okay, give us your money and then we'll give you this imaginary ABC bank token. And at the end of the term, we'll give you more of those ABC bank tokens. They may not be worth anything. They may be worth a third of what you paid for them. They might be worth 10 times or a thousand times or 6.5 million times as he's going to use in some of his examples, right? That's, that's a key difference. And why is it different? Well, it goes back to utility. The dollar has underlying utility that the HEX token doesn't. HEX's utility is you stake it, and it's a magic money machine that just spits out more money than you put in, right? HEX is actually designed to increase in value. In fact, 
the value of a single hex token has multiplied by more than 80 times within the first handful of months it was launched. They do very, very well in the beginning. The people who get in early do the best, the absolute best, right? And if you're a guy who's got a few million dollars already and some whale buddies, you can get them in on it and, and y'all can run the table with this, with this game, right? Which means the hex holders not only gained interest, but they also multiplied their existing investment ex if the price goes up exponentially exponentially this is where oh yeah uh it's this not a scam as richard described it it looks like a scam but it's definitely not a scam because he just had to make it look like one oh and by the way it draws money from other legitimate scams into his which is definitely not a scam okay but it grows exponentially as long as there's new people putting more and more money in and that's where these things always fall apart and, and again what is the floor on hex well it's zero it's worthless it's only just getting started what makes hex even more reliable is the fact that hex is a trustless peer-to-peer -peer system which means that there is no central power that controls the system. Everything is powered by the users without any counterparty risk. It's mm. pretty, um, interesting. <laughs> to get started, head to hex.com. Links below. Farewell. Well, thank you, good sir. Let's visit it, shall we? Now, right on, like, the front page of, oh, how to buy. Let's just go here. Well, oh, it's being very, very slow all of a sudden. Doesn't like all the streams I'm pushing out, I suspect. Okay, let me just go back forward if I can. So on the web page, there's like four sections. In fact, maybe I've got it down here. No. Oh, yeah, that one's working, sort of. No, it's like the, oh, probably because I blew it up a little bit. There we go. Okay. It's losing my mind for a minute. Sorry. So right up here on the main menu, you've got how it works, scam, FAQ, and testimonials, security links, hex versus Bitcoin, and then the big how to buy button. And it says hex stakes average 38% returns a year. The first blockchain certificate of deposit, high returns, no minimum, and decentralized design. Yep, that's true. 460,000 wallets already own Hex. That is a lot of people to cash out, right? They're going to be expecting those exponential returns so they can go out and buy their Ferraris and Lamborghini and Bentley and Mercedes G-Wagon and drive them on the track for a day. Right? So... There's this concept in um, storytelling, right? And I want to go here. This is General Landry. I'm declaring a code red emergency. Now, this is one of my favorite uh, TV series, most popular sci-fi show of all time, Stargate SG-1. And uh, this is the 200th episode. And I want you to listen to this. And that is the end of act two 
The mountain blows up. No possible hope for survival. Cool, huh? I just wrote it based on what's going on with the gate. I love it when art imitates life. Hang on. We're alive in the next scene. Oh, I just haven't fixed that part yet. I'm thinking I can back sell it and say you were beamed out at the last second. Beamed out? Sure, why not? Is that not too convenient? Not if you hang a lantern on it. What's that? It's a writer's term. Another character points out how convenient it is. Dr. Levant can say, Wow, that was great timing. That way, the audience knows I intended for it to be convenient, and we move on. Really? Okay, where were we? Scene 24. Oh, great. One of my favorite scenes. Go ahead. So, you see, Hex is definitely not a scam. It's, it is, in fact, designed to look like a scam, even though it's not. It's definitely not. And he is definitely not hanging a lantern on it by having this as one of the four main menu items on his website, or five, I guess, because the big how to buy, how to put your new money in, right? Definitely not that. <laughs> okay. So let's go into that section. Hex is not a scam, and we'll read what he's got to say what he's put together on the website, right? So here it is. Am I too late to buy Hex? Well, Bitcoin went up 65 million X, or 6.5 million X. So far from one penny to 65,000 in 12 years. People thought Bitcoin was too expensive to buy at all these different levels. Ethereum doing the same thing. Look, Hex uh, only did a 10,000 X so far within two years. If it continues to outperform Bitcoin... Hex would still go up another 650x. A 6.5 million X would put Hex at $367. Hold on now. It is 11 cents right now. If I took a thousand dollars, it'd be almost 9,000 plus Hex times $367. That is. million, honey, honey, wake up. We're going to be rich. We're going to be rich, honey. Maybe, maybe we should put 10,000 in, then we'd have $33 million. Our life's going to be changed forever. Our kids are going to think we're brilliant because we made them all rich. Maybe, maybe we should take out a second mortgage on the house put a hundred thousand dollars in and we'll have 330 million. Come on. You guys all know you've gone through that calculation before you bought into a coin. Admit it. I'll, every one of you, I know it. No expectation, right? Of a return. According to Richard, it's too complicated and hard to buy. Why? Well, because if he interfaced with the banking system, he would run afoul of the authorities, right? So what did all these early projects do? They started funding themselves on the Ethereum blockchain as an ERC-20 to be able to get around that. People have to go and buy Ethereum by whatever means and then use the Ethereum to buy into Hex, right? And he's like, that's why the opportunity is so large. When it's easy, the price might be far higher. 
Maybe some good exchanges will support Hex in the future. Once it's easy for users to buy Hex, this opportunity is gone, right? You're getting in early on the ground floor here. I mean, of course, outside of the ground floor that he and his buddies created when they tilted the table in their favor to capture all this new money coming into this project, right? It's too risky. Imagine how risky it was to buy Bitcoin only a year old at a penny. <laughs> and of course, here's the 69,000 and dipped 36% in 2020 and on and on and on. Yeah. What if I'm too scared to buy hacks? Well, fear is good, right? It's there to protect you. You shouldn't ignore that fear because it, it could be warning you that this is a scam, but this is definitely not a scam. That feeling is what makes the largest opportunity so valuable. That's what uh, being early feels like. Should be scared, right? Okay, could I lose money in Hex? Yes, yes you can. But you're already losing money, right? So what do you have to lose? Nothing, uh, aside from your life savings. If you put that in, or maybe your house when the market turns and drops 60% because of uh, the easy money and 0% interest rates, and now people can't afford the houses at the current prices, so the prices take a 40% haircut, and now that $150,000 second uh, equity loan that you took out on the house that's now worth $350,000 less leaves you with a pretty sizable debt. Oops. Consider trying something very small to learn about it. Maybe put $100 to see how Hex works. Of course, Later in the video, he's talking about uh, if you're not going to get a return of at least $100 with your stake, don't do it because, you know, this this crypto has no middleman. It takes all that out in, except, well, I mean, you have to pay the exchange, their fee, their cut to buy the Ethereum. And then you have to go and pay to move it onto the Ethereum network off of out of the exchange wallet uh, and, and pay a gas fee. And then you have to do the swap for the ERC-20 token and pay another gas fee. Um, and then you, you get your hex. And then when you want to get your hex out, you, you have to go back through that again. But there's no middlemen because he's cut them out to pass on the savings to you. Not to avoid securities law here, folks. Is PayPal valuable? Swiss bank accounts, 24-hour banking, 24-hour lending, generating yield, lower fees, no credit card fee, rent-seeking on the entire economy. So glad the exchanges and the networks, the miners aren't doing that with us. We have projects. We're all using projects that scale. <laughs> because, you know, projects are judged on their merits, not by hype. And YouTubers taking a, a 40, 40 to $100,000 bribe for pumping a crypto that they're going to fleece their user, their audience on. Hex uses proof of weight instead of Bitcoin's insanely expensive proof of work. No. <laughs> you just have to wait and it creates it. There's no value to go along with it, but. Uh, you know, hope for the best, right? Oh, by the way, this thing I gave you, it's totally worthless. You should have no expectation of a return. Uh, 
Hex monetizes time by paying your rewards for locking up your monetary energy for a fixed period of time. It does what Bitcoin cannot, right? Now you can lock up your XRP on the XRPL, but it's not paying you interest because it's not inflationary. It's actually a deflationary one. That's how he's paying it out. He's just creating the coins, but there's no value associated with those coins. They're, they're going to have to go to the open market and sap that value from all the existing coins. And so this is a system where it's good in the beginning when it's growing. When those early people start cashing out those exponential returns, it starts to run into trouble. Okay. And uh, in fact, I want to look at this. This is the chart right here. And let me go. Yeah, it works right there. Now, let me do full screen for you guys. So you can see this chart right here back here, 2019, when the thing was launched, it was 0 0.0002, you know, maybe even less than that. I don't know. This is what the chart's showing. So millionth of a penny, hundred thousandth of a penny, whatever that is. Um, and we go on and on until, oh, where are we? 2020, till about right here on uh, towards the end of 2020 into the beginning of 2021. And then there's this little bump in the price. Oh, that's quite nice. Whoops, wrong, <laughs> wrong button. That's quite nice right there. I wonder what was going on. Well, let me, let me show you what in fact was going on. There was the Hex user conference about that time. Let's listen to some, shall we? Um, I need to do something that's really going to break it open, that's really going to be uh, a hard change. Not, not something that's, oh, I'm just going to do this for a couple days, like a New Year's resolution type of change. I needed something hardcore. So I said, I'm getting out of the country. I'm going somewhere where I'm not going to be comfortable. I'm going somewhere. And what's going on in Hex as a whole? Um, I see it as a no-brainer to stake, considering that we have less than 10% of the global um, hex stakes um, in, in the entire system. So less than 10% of all hex is being staked, greatly rewarding Still all the, the holders. Um, so the focus that most people should be um, concerned with is the APY. And the APY right now is on average about 37, 38, 39%. So that's basically the new money coming in. How much are you getting? Um, and when the new money's coming in, times are good. When there's more people cashing out, times are bad, and there's no utility floor for hex for the average staker. So, imagine that right now you're talking about you know a full-time career salary or more in interest alone. Hex is the golden goose scenario. I mean, your principal is a golden goose. Too many people are thinking to shoot the golden goose. You don't want to do that. No. Yeah, and as time goes on, I think you more people will realize it. that. But right now, the people that are washing milk out milk it for eggs. Golden eggs. Hex, we'll, we'll realize that at a later point and have the regrets on it. I'm sure. Right. Now, you might have noticed something here. They've all got the same background. And you might wonder, well, how did they all get the same background? And you know what? Pretty even lighting. This guy up here, he's a little bit overexposed. Big Pep, too much. Should have turned down the exposure on your camera a little bit. The other three, they look good, right? Why is that? Well, it's because... 
Richard Hart Wynn sent out green screens to every presenter with a little lighting kit to set them up to look this good. Paid for that because, you know, just out of the kindness of his heart, because he is Richard Hart Wynn on Twitter, right? Of the kindness of his heart, he just wanted to make these people look good. It is definitely not because he wanted to draw a bunch of new money into the crypto, you know, which that conference was going on, yeah, right here, where there was this little bump. I wonder if that's interest in the conference. Because another thing was happening coming up here, right, is that you had a couple ways to, to um, get this, get the, the hacks. You could get it for free if you had Bitcoin in your own wallet. You could claim it. And then what he said is, well, what you should do or what he's going to tell us here in a little bit, claim the, get the free claim. And that is, has, comes with a time lock of, I think it's one year, 365 days, something like that of one year. And then of course, when that runs out over those, that little window there of all these people that did it at launch, well, there's going to be a lot of people cashing out which means you're going to need a lot of new money coming in. Now you know why he did a conference and out of the goodness of his heart sent out $100, multiple hundreds of dollars to each presenter in equipment to make sure they presented a professional, good quality uh, conference so that it would draw in the needed new money. And it worked quite well, right? You can see all these people. Of course, what else, what were they doing? telling their success story. Well, I took my money. I gave it to the Hex project. So definitely not Richard. And uh, they gave me the Hex and then I took the Hex and I staked them and Hex go up because it, you know, it had done like a 10 X at this point and right around the conference, the buzz drew new interest. So it drove it up even further. Of course you have Richard Hartwin sitting there with this huge pile of Ethereum that people gave him for the token that he invented out of thin air and attached no value to it and told them this is worthless. <laughs> Give me your crypto. That's worth lots of money. This is worthless. Thank you very much. I wouldn't, I, I don't know this, but I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to learn that back here in these early days, he was the buyer of last resort he might have been taking some of that Ethereum and converting it back into Hex so that the thing stays afloat and starts to give a return for some of these people or, you know, it could just be organic growth, right? And then he does this conference because he's got all of these uh, free stakes coming due. And then, boom, it blows up, right? because the word gets out and this thing, look at all these success stories. I mean, my goodness, go to the website and look for yourself. It's testimonial after testimonial. These people are paying off houses and debts and they're getting hex tattoos. <laughs> I hadn't seen that before. <laughs> and it does work for them, right? That's the way these scams work. The people who get in early, do very well. The people who get in late, that get screwed, that lose their life savings, that lose their house, 
because they took out a loan to buy this sure thing that was going to make them $33 million that didn't materialize because the token crashed because it doesn't have utility and now they're fucked. But you know what? People are gullible and they'll believe this shit that, well, I mean, it works for them. It's going to work for me. It worked on me because this whole HYIP thing, I was like, no, no, it's not working. I see week after week after week after week, these people posting, look at this. Here's my payday. Here's my payday. Here's my payday. This thing's working. You should invest too. And finally I said, okay, let's do it. And then found out, no, it's a fucking scam. Thanks to some of y'all alerting me. And then I went on a rampage against them. And this is not that he's created this decentralized system where he has separated the markets, right? And he's opened it up to where he's in his defense. He's going to be able to say, well, I mean, anybody can do this. You could get the hex for free and uh, you could sell it to anybody that you want on Uniswap. So I didn't, I didn't have any unfair advantage here. Okay, uh, let me see. Yeah. Let's go back here. So, Hex, okay, yeah, let's keep going. So, what if, what, what if the Hex smart contract breaks somehow? Because that's essentially what, what Hex is, what he wants people to think of Hex as, is it's just a smart contract on the blockchain. But that's only part of the HEX ecosystem. The other part is liquidity with other pairs, which he actually talks about and says, well, it's best with USDC. And people have cashed out millions of dollars, so therefore it works. Yeah, because it's growing. But you've got exponentially more and more people cashing out larger and larger amounts. And if you don't have sustained that growth, like, you know, with conferences where you send out tens of thousands of dollars in gear to everyone to make it look good, to sell people on the idea that this is something that they should invest in. Then it starts to fall apart really quickly, but you shouldn't worry about that because hex has three independent audits and passed all of them with flying colors. And of course I looked at the audits and here's the document summary from the audit right here. This one was done by coin fabric Okay. Hex financial audit. This is October of 2019. This was one of three folks. So you can be triply rest assured that everything is fine here. And he says, coin fabric was asked to audit the contracts for the hex project, not the overall ecosystem, just the smart contract. You know, the one that's going to pay you the 3.6, whatever percent guaranteed return. Of course, not on your money on your hex. The money, well, that comes later when you go to the market to sell. That's what he's broken out of this, okay? That's what he's decentralized in order to sort of skirt these security laws. And there's more to that. But they're not vouching for the sustainability of this ecosystem. They're saying they looked at the code of the smart contract and it does what it says it does. You know, you set up the stake. It's got this scale right here that it pays out on. That's all fixed. And uh, if you don't cash out, you lose so much per week until it's all gone. And that goes back into the rewards pool and other people staking get it, I believe. 
So all that checks out and it does exactly what it's supposed to and we don't find any errors. Therefore, Hex is safe for you to invest your money in. Meanwhile, that totally leaves out the market, the liquidity for Hex the token when you go to sell because you're not buying and selling things with Hex, are you? And that's where people get screwed. And that's the sleight of hand that he doesn't want people thinking about. And that's why we're seeing these touts about, well, triple three independent audits, passed them all with flying colors. It never had any kind of bug or malfunction ever. 100% uptime and perfect operation since its two-year launch. Therefore, totally safe, right? Put your money in. If the smart contract were to ever somehow break an airdrop, to a new fixed contract from holders of the old contract before the error occurred can be done. Okay. So yeah, this is centralized, right? Somebody's going to make that decision. He's, he's going to say, well, it's the community. We know who that would be. If the Ethereum network totally stopped working, hex holders could be airdrop their new tokens uh, on a new contract on a working system. There's several of those alternatives now. Of course, he's gone out and created Pulse Chain, which is an alternative to Ethereum. And uh, guess what? Same kind of distribution model. He's doing real well over there, taking everybody's <laughs> Ethereum. Uh, ERC20, anyway, it goes on there. Is Hex a Ponzi scheme? A Ponzi scheme promotes high returns that it sustains for a while by stealing from the principal of the new depositors to pay the returns to older depositors. It fails when it can't meet its obligations, right? That, that can't happen with Hex, right? Because it's all guaranteed in the smart contract, right? Until you go to cash out the Hex. All these schemes are usually pretend to have some kind of fake magic mechanism like a trading bot, arbitrage bot, to explain their high APY. In Hex, the yield which is paid to stakers comes from inflation and not other users, right? That's what's happening. That's why this one's different. Of course, it's it's a yield in hex. The value of which he told you is zero. I mean, other people might want to pay you more for it, but I can't guarantee that. So is it really a yield? It will be for a while until it's not. That's how these things implode spectacularly. And that's what's coming, I think, in the next leg down, very possibly. And this thing could go to zero and then it could, could pick back up because people are that stupid, really and truly. So uh, you make your own rewards by interacting with the contract. So he's, he makes the point, well, you're the one running the code. You're the one choosing to engage the smart contract. No one owes anybody anything. You only owe yourself uh, to make your own rewards in the future. In Hex, there are no promises. No, they're not. A pyramid scheme has multiple levels and tends to put many middlemen between product and user and often has weak retail sales and strong sales of its reseller package. It relies on people. This is like um, oh, uh, MLM, multi-level marketing, but um, I'm trying to think of the name of one of the, one of the famous ones where you have three tiers of people and each uh, yeah, the new people at the bottom are kicking up a percentage, a decreasing percentage to the person that recruited them and the person that recruited that person and the person that recruited that person. And that adds a lot of cost, right, to whatever's being transacted, which is why those things aren't really a great deal after all. 
Um, multi, uh, let's see, it relies on people referring each other to get new users. Okay. Multi-level marketing systems work in the same way. Multiple levels of members refer new users to pay out the old ones. Hex has no referral program. Hex has no middlemen. In Hex, you met your own rewards just like Bitcoin miners do. Uh-huh. Where does the demand for Hex come from? There will always be a top 20 as long as there's 20, uh, there are 20 coins of value. Whichever you thought don't belong there, those are your investment blind spots. See, Hex, if you have doubts about Hex, it's because it's your investment blind spot and you're just not seeing the opportunity. This is a tremendous opportunity and you should get in right away and change your financial fortunes forever. Really, you should, definitely. It's hard to believe that the market wants things you don't really hard. There are a few coins on this list that some people really do not like. However, they have to learn humility and respect Blah, blah, blah. Lessons in crypto. Uh, Hex does everything better than Bitcoin except for the 800. Yes, in 12 years, just 800 websites that accept BTC. An efficient market use, values a better thing over a worse thing as time passes. Yes, it does. But I don't think that's going to be Hex, right? The definition of a speculative bubble. Okay, we're going to get into that one in the video. Let me see. Is Hex backed by anything? Here's a good one. Every single asset's value is only what others are willing to pay for it. Things of value are simply backed by shared belief that in that thing's value. No. Things, uh, it is worth somebody else's, what somebody else is willing to pay for it, but utility creates a price floor because there's always somebody willing to pay something for it because they can use it to do something beneficial to them. You can't always do that with Hex. Is Hex illegal? Very good, uh, verbose, accurate, useful opinion letters. Hex is the only complete product in crypto where everyone else has hopes and dreams of work of others. Hex is not a security. <laughs> Let me see. Is Hex ownership too centralized? This is a good one, right? How many funds are run by one guy? Countries, teams, companies. How's that worked out? Jeff Bezos owns 11% of Amazon. Elon Musk owns 20% of Tesla. If they decided to dump their stocks, the price would crash. They don't because they don't want to kill the golden goose. Understand that whales in anything have a larger incentive to see their companies and projects do well <laughs> because they have more skin in the game, right? Yeah, they don't manipulate the markets at all. Definitely not. 40% of all Bitcoin is controlled by less than 2,000 people. It's a 0.01% of addresses. Founder of Bitcoin, Satoshi, still owns 5% of BTC. It's good for Bitcoin's price because it's not trading, right? Some inferior crypto founders have publicly dumped their entire holdings while the heads of their users and the coins still exist. Some are doing well. Owner, ownership centralization is good for price appreciation. The original OA in Hex has been audited and found to have only ever acted in the best interest of Hex. Check out the Hex origin audit. I went to that. It's a telegram group that uh, doesn't have anything in it. I, don't, I mean, I'm sure there was probably something there, but like he's there's several places in here now that Pulse Chain is launched that he just this is like, uh, you know, the, the stepchild. 
the redheaded stepchild that he doesn't really care so much about these days because he's got his new scheme that's bringing in big, big bucks and people throwing their Ethereum at him. Why is there no roadmap? Well, because it's complete. You know, it's just the smart contract, right? Why do banks pay interest? And here's where he's talking about borrowing from the Fed and they go out and gamble and so forth. All right, let's get into, um, let me see. Yeah, I don't want to go over any of those. Let's get back. Let's hear from Richard directly, okay? So I want you to hear, in his own words, this is a video from uh, the launch announcement or the snapshot announcement before Hex was launched. What happens to the ETH that gets sent to the, sent to the adoption amplifier? Let me refresh your guys' memory, okay? There's a law in the United States. Okay, hold on. The adoption amplifier, the AA. So what he did, took all the, the Bitcoin account, uh, uh, the hex that would have gone to Bitcoin accounts that didn't claim and put that into a big pool and then people send me your Ethereum and I will give you a share of the hex in the unclaimed pool. And you have to stake it for 365 days. And that's what was coming due when we looked at the chart and he did the user conference where people are telling their success stories of how it's changed their life and they're paying off their mortgage. And meanwhile, he's buying Ferraris and Lamborghinis <laughs> and million dollar watches. It's got a multi-million dollar watch collection. That's very nice. Very nice. Thank you very much for putting all your money in. It's working out well for him. Very, very well for him. I believe with the adoption of hex CDs after one year, oh, nope. what happens to the ETH that gets sent to the, sent to the adoption amplifier? Let me refresh your guys' memory, okay? There's a law in the United States, it's called the Howey Test, and it states that if people give money to a common pool with the expectation of profit solely from the work of others, then it is a security. And securities have very specific laws such as you just can't trade them freely. You can't go in. So he made sure to skirt those by only accepting Ethereum, a cryptocurrency, and saying that the token has zero value. Meanwhile, he gave himself probably a rather large pool of it, got with some of his whale buddies to make sure they were claiming so that they could all work together on this and make a little money off of people. Go to 7-Eleven and buy a security. It's illegal. In order to deal securities, you have to be a securities broker, and it, there's not that many of them, right? Which is why, you know, you really prefer in crypto to not be a security, if at all possible, so that you can list on all the exchanges that aren't brokerages. They're not stock brokerages, they don't carry securities, but they do carry crypto. And if you want to be on those exchanges, you need to be not a security, right? So how does Hex avoid being a security? Lots of ways, but I'll list two of my favorites. Um, one is you do all the work. So it's not an airdrop. No one is giving you something. You're creating your own thing. So when you claim your hex, you are choosing what code you want to run. You're choosing the code that lives at a contract address. That's your choice. You are using your private keys to perform computation that you're doing. And you're getting his imaginary money back while well, he's got your real money that he cashed in 
or maybe used to keep the price floor up for long enough until the thing could get wings. Who knows? Right? Who knows? But meanwhile, there's no guarantee. And because he's sent, he's stripped out the whole payment aspect of this, accepting the money and sort of put it in this decentralized exchange and opened it up to people through the free stake mechanism. Well, anybody can do it. I mean, sure, I've got billions here of these things to dump on these people, but I mean, I created it. I mean, it's fair for founders to own some portion of the company. I'm not going to tell you what that is on the scam page, but Hex is definitely not a scam. And really what he's done here is there's another video where he's talking about how he created these referral links. So there was a referral program for the first year. You get a portion of the money coming in. You get, you get extra hex is what it was, I think. And then that goes away. So, you know, he's going to talk about that as well. It's just, oh, he's very, very good at explaining this away and making it sound reasonable, right? But you really have to listen to what he's saying. If you're not mining your own block and doing your own computation, you are paying someone else that's surely not me because I'm not an Ethereum miner to do that computation for you. So you are the person you pay is running code that you chose to mint hex. And that's the same whether you are free claiming it where you're submitting a proof or whether you're going to the adoption amplifier and submitting that you um, sent some ETH to an address. No one else can mint those coins for you. Only you can mint them. They're your computation that you are doing and they're your private keys. And when you end your stake and you have your rewards, you have your interest, only you can mint your rewards. No one else in the world can possibly mint them for you because you are the only person that has your private key. Now I See, it's decentralized and it requires the user to come in and actually do it. It's not even automatic, SEC. I am definitely not violating securities law here. Are you seeing this for what it is yet, folks? You should be. Here, let me make it a little clearer. Just like that, I made two grand. The other guys looked at me like I just discovered fire. Great. Even better. I was selling garbage to garbage men and making cash hand over fist. The only problem you're going to have is that you didn't buy more. Boom, shocker. So I was selling them shit. Fuego. The way I looked at it, their money was better off in my pocket. I knew how to spend it better. Excuse me. Since what a saint. What a saint right there. He's helping these people by spending their money better for them. There's some extra jewelry today just because. So I got this sick rose gold, white gold, yellow gold bracelet uh -huh. with white, blue, and yellow diamonds that I like, have just never worn on stream nice. for some reason. Nice. And I've got a, a ring that matches it. Mm, how uh, much did that cost? Yellow, blue, and white diamonds too. Mm. But I, I don't like to wear this because they're invisible setting. So like the diamonds fall out. Oh. And I'm pretty sick of just watching the diamonds fall out. Yeah, but I mean, you got so much so, of other people's money. This just, doesn't get worn very much. You can just walk it, around and diamonds fall out behind you. Might as well wear something a little more baller. Uh, yeah. It's fully functional. There's, not, there's no promises that any work will be performed um, no matter what you do. So there's a disclaimer that says, if you send Ethereum to the contract address, you must, you know, agree that there's absolutely no expectation of profit from the work of others wherever possible because you know i've never made you any promises and no one that i'm associated with has ever made you any promises 
if you want to invest in a security and give your money to someone that goes and invests it for you and shows you return, go ahead and do that. We are not that. We are a peer-to-peer uh, currency that runs on an open source network and doesn't have uh, a central point of failure, right? So- yeah. So, I mean, don't do that. Instead, you should go to someone who tells you, give me your money and I'm going to give you this thing that I made out of thin air. Uh, it has no value and you should have no expectation that I'm going to do anything or that it will be worth anything at all in return. And this is a great deal because I mean, who wouldn't want something with that kind of value proposition? Of course, the reality is that's not the value proposition. And he knows that he knows exactly what he's doing. This guy is the Jordan Belfort of crypto. It's all trustless and auditable and verifiable. <clears throat> so, and by that we know he means the smart contract, not the ecosystem. Those are my two favorite. We are not a security points. Um, there's others. Now, why is it? So when people say, well, you know, what, what's going to happen to the ETH? Well, it'd be very easy to do what everyone else does and make you uh-huh. big promises. Mm-hmm. And then your brain would go, ah, big promises. Maybe I will get more. And then you're more likely to be a security. It's not guaranteed that you will be, right? But it, it, you're, you're getting closer to being one, right? You have, to, you have to fit all of those principles to be one. And then maybe you're fitting closer into you know, checking the box on one of those. So it's actually much harder to promise you nothing and to tell you, you have to expect nothing, you will receive no benefit from it. Um, it's much harder to say that than it is to, to just make huge promises, right? Because <laughs> that's what everyone did in 2017. They made huge promises, they raised billions of dollars, and then they didn't really do anything, and they kept the money. So, so in other words, he's definitely not going to do anything, and then he's going to keep your money in return for this token that he invented out of thin air which will give you a guaranteed return in the token that he invented out of thin air. <laughs> I should mention this. Now that, now that people realize we're going to be hitting the market, the haters come strong uh, because they know okay. that so we should a lot of people them. are going to get rich and they're not. And this makes them very angry. So what you'll see is claims of Ponzi or bubble or pyramid. Mm-hmm. And all of these things are very stupid. So let me just remind you what those terms mean. A bubble is when people thought something was worth less, then they thought it was worth more, then they thought it was worth less. That is a problem of the people. No, that is not a bubble. A bubble is when people expect to make a return on something, so they buy into it. And then the return doesn't materialize. And in fact, they start losing money on it, so they sell. That's what creates a bubble. It is not about uh, people expecting the price, uh, think something's worth more. They think that it will become worth more. People do stupid stuff. You can't really stop bubbles from happening. I mean, even, even in markets, they try and use a limit system to stop people. Like from, you can only go limit up or limit down per day. Like they time gate it. Um, that's a human problem. Thus, so when this fails, it'll be a human problem. Definitely not his fault. 
Amazon dropped 90, 95%, and it's now 50% of internet commerce in the United States mm-hmm. every year. So was that a bubble? Yes. Was it a scam? No. Why? Well, because Amazon has real-world utility. It delivers products to people from all sorts of different vendors quickly and efficiently, makes it so easy you can just press a button and new laundry detergent shows up in two days, four days, because the whole supply chain's breaking down, but that's a whole nother story. Okay, Hex doesn't have utility. Big difference there. The utility floor for Hex is zero. Okay, Pyramid. Uh, Amazon has a referral program, single tier. You send them customers, they give you money. Hex has a referral program. Dies after the first year. But during the first year, there is one. Uh, You refer people, they pay you. Or you pay yourself, basically. You refer people, you get the magic internet money token that he created and invented out of thin air that has absolutely no value. Whereas with the Amazon example that he's talking about, those referral links, somebody's actually buying a product, generating revenue for Amazon, generating revenue for the company that made the product that was purchased, which is used to pay the workers. This generates economic activity across the scale. Whereas Hex doesn't do that because it doesn't have any real world utility. And that is the Achilles heel of this entire ecosystem. So is it a pyramid? No. Why? Because pyramid requires more levels. A single level referral program cannot be a pyramid. In order to be a pyramid, you need more levels and more middlemen leeching efficiency. But the the exchanges, the miners on the Ethereum network taking a hundred bucks per transaction, they're definitely not middlemen. They're not rent seekers at all. This is not a pyramid. Since Hex doesn't have a price yet, it's not a bubble. Can't be and a bubble. It's since worthless. Hex can't make promises that it can't meet. 33 million times zero is still zero. Or sorry, 9,000 times zero is still zero. No guarantees, folks. Because it mints the thing it owes you. It's not a Ponzi. Ponzi's fail because they're fraudulent, because they promise returns they can't pay. No. Ponzi's fail because they're paying investors out with new money coming in, and there is no money-making enterprise going on. The money-making enterprise is drawing new people into the fund by, oh, I don't know, acting crazy, like Michael Saylor does. I'm never selling Bitcoin. We'll buy more as he's literally dumping and his executive buddies have dumped $150 million of micro strategies cashed out into their pockets. And literally the micro strategies, Bitcoin is heading to an exchange. Now is it being leveraged. Is it being sold? I don't know, but it's not what he said. X doesn't make promises. And of course, Richard Hart Wen, he loves to make a big splash. And everybody's like, oh, that's just the act. Yeah, fool, to draw in new money to keep the thing going. Can't pay. Whatever Hex owes you, 
it mints the reward to you in hex. So unless which value of which is not guaranteed error or flaw in the world or you know the audits miss something which is unlikely then it can always give you what's owed right and and the further thing is like assuming that it has its own objective identity and gives or anything that's not even an accurate representation of what it is because it's just code right people run the code and so if you run the code the math states that if you started with a little and then you staked for a while well now you're going to get more right well, that's I'm just def, de, just describing the mathematics that's in the code that you're mm -hmm. choosing to run. And then you go cash out and find out what your actual to say return that it is. Owes you something when you owe yourself something. You're the one running the code, right? You're the one that can uh, mint your own rewards. No nope. centralizing entities that just dump the price. Let's get rid of those guys. That would make me happier. And, and they stop people from onboarding by freemium, right? So, you know, I got into Bitcoin mining in 2011, the first quarter, mined full blocks on my own with no pool. And I was only able to do that um, because it wasn't ASIC mining, right? I could do it with GPUs I already had. Now that ASIC mining's in Bitcoin, you don't have uh, hobbyist users anymore because it costs a couple thousand dollars to get an ASIC miner from somebody in a country you probably don't live in, that if they send it late, you lose half the money they'll ever make. It's it's, uh, it's it's vastly superior in crypto to use ASIC resistance, I believe. You will be paid in farts. <laughs> I mean, look what look what the miners did with the money. They made a fake copy of Bitcoin and tried to kill it. They tried to kill real Bitcoin with a fake copy. That's what they did with all the money they made from selling True. you miners. You know, not all the miners, but at least one one bad one, the largest one. <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't I don't really want to run hex on its own chain. It easily could be right. You could just fork ETH or run it on any of the other platforms that then he's got a fun development and all oh, that gets expensive ask uh, uh roger ver about that support solidity of which there are many blockchain platforms that do uh it is the premier smart contract language um what else furthermore even if i was going to do any of those things i wouldn't tell you about it anyway because of the howie mm -hmm. test like i can't promise you any future work mm -hmm. so in this case i really 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 don't have any intention or desire to to not to like to do its own thing because i think it works better touching and being near everything else right and being on the same chain but if that chain started to suck then i'm sure the community would be like yo let's let's airdrop the system state to another thing right that's Which, that's how you that's make progress in, in blockchains you get consensus socially all blockchains are socially consensus networks <clears throat> mm-hmm and Hex is a social program to draw in new investors continually to pay out early investors these exponential returns as long as they're able until the price reflects the value he told you it has. Zero. Uh, if, you, if you want the most Hex, this thing is designed to appreciate faster than anything that has ever existed in the entire world, literally. Oh. It's Sounds not like that exciting of a claim as you might think because it's already in the ecosystem of the other stuff that's already appreciated faster than anything else has in the entire world. Oh, I see. So because Bitcoin and Ethereum do this, it's very likely that Hex will do exactly the same thing. If you bought Ethereum and you held it for three and a half years from the, the day it launched, you would have made 4,300x return. Who doesn't want that? Not bad. You oh. sold the top. Yeah. 4,300x is pretty good. Mm -hmm. 4,300 times your money. And it 
didn't have the price pumpamentals that this has. So I think that this could do absolutely, absolutely amazing things. Now, is it a guarantee? Nope. I have no idea what's going to happen, right? I can't tell you how many people are going to claim. I can't tell you how many people are going to join the adoption of fire. I can't tell you how much ETH they're going to send. I don't know any of those things, right? I can just, I can tell you the design. He doesn't know any of those things, but he is happy to take your Ethereum off your hands and give you this token that he invented out of thin air. It has no value attached to it and is worth absolutely nothing. And by the way, he's not going to do any work on it. Goals and the decisions, why they were made the way they were. And, you know, I think that will pan out. I can describe the contract and the math to you, but like there ain't no guaranteed USD returns here. There's just, there's not, that is not a thing, right? Anyone that ever promises you guaranteed USD returns, probably scamming you. What I'm describing to you is math that pretty much guarantees you hex returns. That could be worthless. Um, you know, you do have to end your own stake and use your own key. But by the way, this is the greatest opportunity you've ever heard. I mean, these don't come along every day. Okay, folks, pay attention here. Fees and mind your own block or pay your own fees. You can't do this stuff. Um, in order hex. to get the contract to, to do those things that it's designed One of to do. kind. <clears throat> One of a kind. <laughs> Hello, John. How you doing today? You mailed in my company a postcard a few weeks back requesting information on penny stocks that had huge upside potential with very little downside risk. Does that ring a bell? Oh, gee, that's funny. There's people in my audience talking about getting postcards in the mail about Hex. He's literally using the same techniques right out of Wolf of Wall Street to drum up new money, folks. Alarm bells should be going off. Hello? Okay, great. Well, reason for the call today, John, is something just came across my oh, desk, John. Yeah? It is perhaps the best thing I've seen in the last six months. If you have 60 seconds, I'd like to share the idea with you. You got a minute? Name of the company, Aerotine International. It is a cutting-edge, high-tech firm out of the Midwest awaiting imminent patent approval on a next generation of radar detectors that have both huge military and civilian applications. Now, right now, John, the stock trades over the counter at 10 cents a share. And by the way, John, our analyst indicator could go a heck of a lot higher than that. $562? A $6,000 investment would be upwards of $60,000. Jesus, that's my mortgage, man. Exactly. You could pay off your mortgage. Oh. John, one thing I can promise you even in this market, is that I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. And in the case of Aerotine, based on every technical factor out there, John, we are looking at a grand slam home run. Mm. Sound familiar? 4,000, that'd be 40,000 shares, John. Let me lock in that trade right now and get back to you with my secretary with an exact confirmation. Sound good, John? Great. It does, man. Thank you for your vote of confidence, and welcome to the Investor Center. Oh, yeah, thanks, yeah. Bye-bye. Well done. Well done. How'd you fucking do that? <laughs> just like that, I made two grand. The other guys looked at me like I just discovered fire. Yeah. What did we just watch him do? Folks, are you awake yet? Still think Hex is... The greatest internet CD, blockchain CD ever? Hex doesn't have a price. It ain't a bubble. It doesn't have a price yet. 
Um, it's not a Ponzi. It doesn't make you promises it can't meet. And it can't make promises anyway. It's just software you choose to run. So mm-hmm. your software that you're running does that stuff. And then you can read the code. What else? Oh, yeah, Pyramid. It's not a pyramid. It's only got a single tier referral program, just like Amazon, just like Tesla, just like, uh, you know, many, many, many successful, uh, mostly digital businesses. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Richard Hart, any insight why you think the USD price? It's not any of those things. It's a heart scheme. One that plays on your emotions, gets you to think that this is the greatest investment ever. It's going to change your life. And for some people it does. And those were the early investors who were showcased at the conference. And when the thing can't sustain the payouts anymore, of course he's going to be sitting there to tell you, Oh, I mean, it's that's, that is impossible because it's in the smart contract and it's part of the blockchain. And that's just how it works. But what it can't sustain is not the payouts in Hex, it's the cash outs. It can't sustain the cash outs. And then the investment, the return, which he just told us, not guaranteed in dollars, guaranteed in Hex, is less than what you put in. And the people who come late to this party are the ones left holding the bag. So Hex will move anywhere. Well, it's starting at zero. So since none of the exchanges that I've seen allow you to trade negative numbers, mm-hmm. since they all trade positive numbers and you're starting at zero, it really means price can only go up. Oh. Furthermore, since they're free, uh-huh. pretty sure price can only go up. Oh, yeah. Pretty simple math on that one. Yeah, And that's, that's awesome. before you account for world's first blockchain city world's first chart of future market supply huge huge who what other uh cryptocurrency has a referral program built into it that's not a scam uh i don't i don't think there are any if you any. if you get 10x your hex i'm just you know you can go to stake hex and run your own models i'm just using this as interesting that's about where they were when he held the conference i wonder if that was a target that he had in mind an example it's it's a world of many that are possible if you 10x your hex in the first year you know after the big payday and the price went up 10x those multiply and you're up 100x now what what coins show the higher highest roi historically well, believe it or not there's coins that have far higher returns than even the 4300x that ethereum had because like this stuff's insanely easy to move up in price imagine imagine how easy it is to move up the price of a thing that lots of people want because everyone's got their target on this big pad at the end and no one can sell because they're locked what do you think is going to happen to the price people are getting in they're getting in they're getting in they're getting in Uh but no one's getting out and this is what they do and this is what they do in the startup space too this is what vesting periods for stocks do right this this concept this is what banks do with I, i mean some people are getting out the people who are running the exchange, which you definitely don't know who that is because uh, fake Toshi reasons, they're getting out. They're getting out big time. They're ringing that cash register like a motherfucker, buying Ferraris and Lamborghinis and everything else. Time deposits at the bank. 
this concept of locking up your money and getting more interest that you lock longer, it is a vital requirement. Not locking up your money, you're giving over your money to lock up hex to get hex and then hoping you can sell it for more. It holds $7.2 trillion of economic energy in the United States and China alone. Many more trillions in the rest. So see, this is so big, it's gonna just, it's gonna take over all CDs and everyone's gonna use it. And you, even if you think you're late, you are definitely early and you should definitely put your money in. The world. Well, someone has to build that, right? Someone has to build the peer-to-peer, -peer, audited, trustless, time deposit system to you know, disrupt and replace and improve the existing system. And that somebody, ladies and gentlemen, is Richard Hart Wynn. Someone asked if I would let fake Satoshi claim hex. Well, no, I wouldn't if I had reliably provable data as to you know, what addresses he might have. Hmm. Uh, but I don't. So. so he gets to pick the winners and losers here and decide who gets the payout and who doesn't. That's interesting. Very decentralized. Oh. It's not like he would use this with his whale buddies to have them maybe move some out. Make it look like, you know, in the um, Wolf of Wall Street, they have what are called rat holes who bought the stock early and then cash it out weekly so it doesn't look like it's coming from from Jordan and then they'd get duffel bags full of cash, baby, 50 grand a week. It's a good deal as they're taking all these people's money out. The same kind of thing might be going on here. The only reliable data I have for removing people from the UTXO set is Mount Cox because of their legal documents run by a trustee approved by the court and the addresses are known and have been known for a long time. So, you know, the Goxby not feature that pulls those guys out, that's easy to do. But finding the plus token guys, they've moved their coins around so much, I don't think I'm gonna be able to do that. I'm nearly definitely not gonna be able to do that due to you know, time constraints at this point. Um, I believe with the adoption of hex CDs after one year, when you decide to spend the hex buying things, yeah, well, I mean, that's up to the community, right? So I'm okay. I'm okay with if people want to use HEX uh, for transactions because the fees are quite affordable and the contracts are audited and you have, you know, more security storing value there than other places. That's cool. I support that. If people just want to use it as a store of value and, uh, and use it as a place to get, you know, mad gains, I'm okay with that too. And then what about cashing out those mad gains? Or are you the primary one doing that given your average stake length is six years? And they can't do anything, some of them, to pull those out. Their money's gone if this crashes. If you want to transfer it into something else that you like better transactionally, go ahead, right? I'm okay with both realities. In my opinion, I, I care about maximum ROI price appreciation. And for, for price appreciation, you want people to buy and hold and not sell. Mm -hmm. And transactions doesn't actually help that that much because in transactions, you buy it, you send it, and then they sell it. And then the price went up and then it went down. Well, and then unless people just hold like a float 
or or there's so much of that going on that it creates a virtual float through latency. It doesn't move the price as much as you want, right? Talking about buying and sellers needing it and uh, canceling out transactions, so it's not affecting. You know, there's basically an equal amount of bilateral flow. That's why processing companies like PayPal, Mastercard, Visa are not worth trillions; they're worth billions. But a cryptocurrency could be worth trillions, right? Like the cryptocurrency market cap was over a trillion, I believe. So the, the cryptocurrency market cap was worth more than Visa and MasterCard and PayPal put together for a while. Well, that's neat, right? Um, I would like to, I, I would like to see people buy and hold and store their value there and keep it there forever and, and give it to their kids, right? Yeah, well, I don't cash uh, out there's definitely not as much price appreciation potential in a processing network where people buy and then sell as there is in a thing that people buy and don't sell. Buying and not selling is worth so much more. Like buying and holding is worth so much more than buying and selling, right? Because buying and holding doesn't have a sell event. It's something to push the price back down. But buying and selling has a, a buy and a sell, and then the sell pushes the price back down. So there's not, there's not actually as much upside price-wise to all this. Oh, I want to use it to buy stuff. You know, can you use your Berkshire Hathaway stock to buy stuff? Can you buy coffee with your Berkshire Hathaway stock? Can you buy coffee or cars or anything with any stock of any company? Apple stock. Can you buy coffee with Apple stock? No. Amazon stock? No. Okay. But how's the price on that? Amazing. But you can't buy coffee with it. But people are just so stupid. They don't understand these things. They just... There's a lot of people that are in crypto that are so much smarter than the people that they're uh -huh. used to being around, but still so very stupid compared to what they could be, right? Like, I'm, I'm telling you things that are obviously true when you think about them, but for some reason, people just don't think about them. Of course, all of his examples are backed by real-world utility. Businesses performing a service, providing goods, doing something of value that generates, stimulates economic activity, and he's trading his magic internet money that he created out of thin air with nothing, no value backing it. And so, and he's created an incentive for people to hold for long periods of time in the average of six years. That's really great for price, makes it go way up. You know who else it's really great for? People who wanna sell to buy, oh, I don't know, million dollar Ferrari. So he can go 220 miles an hour around the track. And the, I mean, those are probably the Pilot Sport Point Twos, Pilot Sport Twos, I think. Those are two grand a tire. He's going to need a new set. That's eight grand. Come on, baby, put your money in there and lock it up for six years so he can cash out. Oh, wait. Yo, 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 I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got mm -hmm. it. You ready? Yo, Richard Hart here. Two million on a wrist, two million in a car. You must remember. Lift the G Wagon from the factory. 600 horsepower Ferrari, 600 horsepower Lambo, 1,000 horsepower, million dollar Ferrari, 600 horsepower Bentley, and giant dick. I have a giant dick. You can oh, see it right yeah. here. I'm right. Like 145 mm -hmm. IQ, and I raised $27 million for charity. So all you people. He loves to throw out. It used to be, I think, that he gave $11 million or $17 million or something. Now it's, I've raised. So he did this fundraiser thing, and, well, other people donate, so he's going to add that to his total because he's such a great guy. I think Bernie Madoff also gave to charity, as did probably Jordan Belfort as well, right? Because they're such great guys.
Obviously, I mean, trust him. It's triple audited. Trying to talk shit like, oh, Richard, why you give money to charity? I gave more than you. Of course, I think he's got millions of dollars in watches, like 10 plus, I, I believe. I don't, I don't know, don't really care. But this is money that's being cashed out from these people who have put their life savings into this thing on the um, expectation that it's going to do the same thing that it did for the people who got in early. Oh, why don't you uh, make other people rich? I make other people rich. Oh, what are you, born rich? I was born poor. Fuck you guys. Get on my level. And this is the greatest video that BitBoy Crypto is just in love with. Wonder why. Furthermore, if you lend your coins to make some pitiful single-digit percent per year with the county party risk that you may never see your coins again, you're stupid. You're accepting a lot of risk for a very low return. But definitely give your coins that are worth something over to the, you know, the staking thing, Hex, Richard. Definitely not Richard because it's definitely not a scam. And then get these tokens that he sits there and tells you to your face are worth nothing and you should expect no return on. That's, that's a much more sound idea because the return is guaranteed in the token that might be worthless. You people are just, just you, you need to smarten up, guys, and understand what he's saying. It's, it's really brilliant. It's brilliant. I would not do that. I, I don't think like trustless interest through the hex contract is an amazing idea. You don't have counterparty risk because it's just you and your contract that you're running. When you start to use these other services that lend your money out, what happens if they get hacked, bro? You know, people get hacked, right? Like relatively often in the exchange space. Well, you're going to lose all your money. Do you want to lose all your money? You want to list you some exchanges that lost everyone's money? Stop lending out your coins for pitiful interest to counterparties. It's stupid, in my Instead, opinion. Give it to him. Why, why would I take the risk and never see my money again for like 8 or 9% a year in crypto? Or and like, no. Lock it stupid. up for six years and hope for the best. While he cashes out, puts a new set of $8,000 tires on his million-dollar Ferrari. Should the people you call dumb and stupid buy hacks? Yeah. Of course. Probably more than Of course anyone. they should. <laughs> yeah, I think that sounds like a great idea. You know, look, I'm not a financial advisor. Uh, I do give opinions on what I think markets will do because um, I believe in free speech. And I, I seem to be qualified to do it. I have a very good track record. You know, what you do, what you buy, what you don't buy, that's up to you. Mm -hmm. Um I, I can tell you that this is designed to be the highest appreciating thing that's ever existed in the history of man. Thirty-three million. And it's founded by a guy calculated who, right you know, is a serial entrepreneur. Wrote a couple self-help books. You can download them from t.me forward slash sci-vive. Uh, you know, had his own 150 employee marketing company. Founded from scratch. Has a hundred thousand followers across YouTube and Twitter. Um, like, wonder how early he got in on hacks. If you. I, I like this thing. <laughs> I like me. I like this thing. I, I think it's awesome. Do. If you want to buy something that's awesome, I would definitely take a look at this. And I tell people, if you want the maximum hex uh, for your economic energy, 
and you already hold BTC, free claim with your BTC, sell it for ETH, send the ETH to the adoption amplifier. Which is definitely not him. He's, he's not, he's definitely maybe probably not the one getting your Ethereum in exchange for the hex. Maybe spread it over the first uh, five to seven days. Unless everyone else does that, and then just doing it in the first day would be best. But you know, I think people are going to over FOMO the first day. So over the first five to seven days, and then I think that's how you can get the most hex for your economic energy. Um, you know, I and I think I might have had the staking backwards. I think it's the free claim that's staked for a year, and then when you buy with the Ethereum, you can trade. You can pick whatever lockup period you want. Sorry about that. Oh, that was the end. Okay. Someone says, isn't this really about getting people just to give you ETH for hex? Well, you know, actually, yeah. the way that this was designed, it was going to be just something you could free claim for hex, or you could just free claim with BTC. The problem with that is if you look at the history of free only airdrops, their performance is crap. Why? Because people don't want free things for free. People want expensive things for free. People want things they care about for free. So how do you get people to care? Well, they have to sacrifice something that they wanted, that they liked, or they need to hold it for a while and be emotionally invested in it and be watching the charts for a while. These are the two best ways to generate um, human desire and emotion and, you know, to some degree FOMO in a thing. So if, you, if we had only allowed people to free claim, then the referrals would be screwed because the only people that could onboard were people that had BTC at the snapshot, which is the super, super tiny minority of humankind. The vast majority of humankind, which learns about the project later, will be trying to get in after the snapshot and will not have had BTC back then, and they can't time travel to have had BTC back then. So if you want people to be able to onboard globally without crappy order books and middlemen and fees in the way, and if you want your referrers to be able to onboard people for a year after the, the first launch day, then they, they need to have something other than the free claim mechanism. And so I thought, okay, well, why don't we make a copy of the unclaimed coins and put them through the adoption amplifier that lets people just transform ETH into them. And then anyone that has access to ETH can get onboarded. Oh, okay. So, so you see, he's not doing this for him and his Ferraris and Lamborghinis and Mercedes four by fours. He's doing this for humanity and to drive value into the project. And by the way, for Pulse Chain, when he launched that, he had his users, his victims, customers, whatever you want, to, however you want to think of them, call it a sacrifice. You have to sacrifice your Ethereum to see if you get the new token. <laughs> and they fell for it. That's the best part. I don't, I don't want any pizza. I'm going to take this opportunity to, to tell you about a cryptocurrency I got. Oh, in. I don't want to hear that. No. No, no, crypto, I don't. So this is Dave Portney. He's the barstool guy, you know, real big uh, personality on YouTube, talks sports, talks investing. He was the one during the whole bull run of the stock market um, telling people to buy certain stocks and like really pissing off the establishment because an army formed around him and bought together and they actually did you know, pretty well. So he goes, he does this one bite pizza channel. This is one of the videos. And, uh, he's there doing a pizza review 
where he takes a bite and he's got a little app and I don't know, it makes him some money or helps out the pizzas in the neighborhood up there in New York or wherever he goes. And if he like, he gives his rating and so forth and that drives business. Well, he gets approached by this guy on the street wanting to tell him about the greatest opportunity in the world, folks. Oh, these crypto ghouls. No, no. What, what are you going to tell me about crypto? I'm going to believe in a crypto right so now. So I, I got a crypto, man. You can, you can stake. Uh -huh. There's guys that are staking it, right? They lock it up uh -huh. for 30 days, and they're getting paid interest on top of that. And that interest is like, I mean, you make $10,000 just by you staking You crypto it. guys all have a story. <laughs> you can't tell one. Put $1,000 in, get 10000 out a month later? That is amazing. Mate, that's definitely sustainable. Crypto, the next crypto guy is going to be like, if you take this and you hold it for 10 minutes, it's going to be worth $10 million in five seconds. Well, can I show you what I made in... I believe you, but they all say it. So I November, have, November of 2019. These crypto guys are obviously... Of course, you know, right at launch time. So he's one of the first ones in. They do real well. So, what's up, man? <laughs> so They do real well because there's a lot of new money coming in following them that they get to cash out with. November of 2019, I got in. I paid maybe 1500 to get into this. Yep. It's called Hex. It's the, it's the top three crypto now. Uh, someone just tweeted at me yeah. that you were coming. So, so, uh, oh, that was him. Did. Yeah, yeah, so that was me. That was me. I was trying to tell everybody I wanted to tell you about it. So you're saying 15 grand went to $2 million? Is that no, what you're telling no, me? $1,500 went to $2 million. You know, it's, you know it's that a top three cryptocurrency. If, if it's too good to be true. Top three cryptocurrency. Not anymore, it's not, is it? I got in in 2019 of November. Yeah, you got in early. That's great. No, but it's still going. Oh, wait, sorry. Didn't mean oh, to interrupt. I mean, this thing, if you want to look at you, are you a chart guy? No. You're not a chart guy? Neither no. am I. Okay. When did he get in? November of 2019. So let's go back to the chart here. I want to blow this up and show you guys. He got in, let's see, he got in back here when it's 0. 0.0002 cents, okay? I'm not going to tell you where we are in this chart yet, but we'll save that for a little later. Okay, let's keep going here. Fine, but if you just hold on to it, it just goes up, and then you're just going to make... It just goes up forever? You don't even have to do any work? I mean, aside from some crypto transactions? And you'll, you'll make millions of dollars like me. You can make tons of money. You ain't got to worry about looking at it every day. Easy. Listen, guys, they're, they're all... It's okay. I'm not just a pyramid scheme. Nope. On it. It's, it's a right. heart I mean, scheme. Two million is, is, You've done great. Two million is not but a, that's not two, a that's pyramid 2019. What, what would hurt you if you just bought a little bit? If I bought that? every Bitcoin that someone told me to buy, I'd be sleeping on a garbage bag of useless... Come on, Dave. Just throw a little money in. Just throw a little money in. It'd be fine. What do you got to lose besides your money? Bitcoins. Everybody, everywhere I go, it's this Bitcoin, that Bitcoin, this Bitcoin. You got to take a stand somewhere. You can't have all the Bitcoin. Hey, uh, all right. Well, I mean, I, I'm I good to... for you. You killed it. You nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just wanted to get my pitch. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. Good luck to you. And... Thank you. And you met, you nailed. Congrats. I mean, you are early. You were smarter than me. I'm late. I missed Bitcoin. This is, this is a better Bitcoin. This, this Bitcoin. I know, I know, I know, I know. Trust me. Do you know how many this people Bitcoin say is, that though? This Bitcoin is not proof of work. This Bitcoin is proof of stake. So it's a, it's just a whole bunch of people the, coming the, together. You could be right. The problem is I've gone the same pitch from a thousand people on why their Bitcoin is better than Bitcoin. They, 
Everywhere you go, someone's got a Bitcoin. Yeah, but this one, this well, one's I know, different. But, uh, this was I different. Know? I know, but everyone says that. So, uh, this is the greatest investment in history. Okay? Okay? Bitcoin. <laughs> no, Hex. This is a different one. What if I send you some and you just hold it? What is that going to do? Everyone does that because they want me to talk about it. Uh-huh. No, I don't want you to talk about it. And drive new money. I, I didn't, I'm not shilling it to, so that you can go and talk about it. I'm, I'm just, hey, man, I want to send you some, and if you hold it... I don't I'm even know how to accept it. How does it help you? It, well, it, look, so... Perfect question. How does it help you? Oh, it's going to drive new money, and so he can cash more out. It's just like any anything else, right? You're looking for the next person to come in and buy... The next sucker. The Right. It's even with Apple share Why? anything because Apple- no, it's not even with Apple share. Do you see how they're repeating Richard's talking points? Apple shares. They make tablets that people buy that generate revenue and therefore a return for investors. This doesn't. That's how you make money. You, you want the next person to come and buy the next price. But that that is kind of like, like a pyramid. pyramid. Yeah, that's pyramid. Heart scheme. He's decentralized pyramid, no, folks. No, not necessarily. Let's say you buy Coca-Cola shares. Yep. Okay. What are you buying Coca-Cola shares for? Well, theoretically, the performance of the company. So the performance of the company. Wait. So you you appreciate sugary drinks and you want them to succeed, you want them to succeed and make you more money off of. Well, the, you want yeah, you want them to be profitable, right? Okay. So so how is that? But that's to, based on me buying the drink. But how is that any different from... Your... Bingo. There's underlying utility that generates economic activity. Was it your, what you just described is the price is going up on more people buying it, not, not the product. Crypto guys. One in a million. Bang on. He got it in literally six... I don't even think it was 60 seconds. He got it in under 60 seconds. This thing doesn't have utility. It doesn't have value underlying your value proposition. It's destined to fail. Now, where was this? Well, it happened to be right here, I believe, on, I think it was like 9-3, something like that. It had just missed. This, this video absolutely marked the top for hex it was pushing close to 50 cents and then it had dropped back to looks like 42 and then climbed back up to 46 the day that video was on and then plummeted shortly in the weeks following 35 27 22 20 19 18 back up to like 26 Back down, new lower low to, what is that, 13 cents, way back up. Oh, it's coming back, 32 cents. Back down, back to 11 cents. Oh, it's coming back, coming back, almost 15 cents. Community was getting very excited. What's happening? Well, that's the pulse. That's the, this is all the pump from Pulse Chain launching and people finding out about it because that's how this goes up when new money comes in. Went back up to 18 cents, it looks like, and now back down to 11. And the price floor is zero because Pulse has, uh, sorry, not Pulse, Hex, has no utility. 
But uh, yeah, you know, send Richard, not Richard, your Ethereum, and he will definitely not take it and uh, use it to buy a new Ferrari or Bentley or whatever, because, you know, he's got it all. Do you dream of becoming financially independent, but struggle every month just to pay your bills? Would you like to own a home like this one, but can barely afford to pay your rent? My name is Jordan Belfort, and there is no secret to wealth creation. No matter who you are, no matter where you came from, you too can become financially independent in just a matter of months. All you need is a strategy. When I was 24 years old, I made a decision not just to survive, but to thrive. At first, I didn't feel oh, like hey, deals ladies. like these were possible, but we have the house and we have a $33,000 profit. I certainly believe now. Think about it for a second. If you don't have the guts to attend Jordan Belfort's Straight Line Persuasion System Seminar, then how do you expect to make any money? If you want to be a millionaire someday, have some guts. Make a decision. Jordan Belfort said it worked for me because I worked hard for it. And if it doesn't work for you, it's because you're lazy and you should get a job at McDonald's. There's nobody <laughs> holding you back from financial freedom. And there's nobody stopping you from making millions. Don't just Banging sit at these home hookers with the life of your dreams will sail right past you. You too. I changed all these people's lives and I can change yours too. So come to my seminar. The life right. of your dreams is only good to see you again, George. You're what? under arrest. You gotta be, you gotta be joking. Hey, you kidding me now? Hey, hey, get the fuck hey, away from me. Hey, turn that camera off. Hey, hey, don't fucking, I'm fucking shooting a fucking infomercial here, you fucking cocksucker. Welcome to crypto motherfuckers. There's my review of hex. (laughs) If you can't see what's happening, what's bound to happen with this project, you should definitely buy hex. You should stake it. You should lock it up. Fuck it. Go 15 years. Imagine how rich you're going to be. All right. A few more economic related things I want to talk about one of which is this right here um you know I cover Cliff High and his web bot and some of his videos and things that he makes and he's been talking about this um tension building period that was kind of happening over the last week or so and he thought it was going to be the failure of the central banks I'm like no way central banks aren't failing but maybe tether okay and gone into that many many times right but look at what happened he had this date on the fourth that was supposed to be related to um the interest rate adjustment that the fed made because i think he thought that it was going to be the federal reserve collapsing or breaking or something but you have this first little blip here this is the tether price and it's no longer keeping its peg after that in fact it starts dropping a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and then you have this big plunge. Now, it's two and a quarter percent of the value that it, that it lost in the in the flash crash there. And then it recovered back to, I don't know, maybe less than 1% here. Let's look at it. Big. Uh, nine, 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 yeah, so less than 1%. But it's kind of like another week, and it still hasn't recovered. Why? Because people are catching on to the criminal enterprise that Tether is, that they don't have the reserves, that it's a bunch of worthless commercial paper. They're going to have to disclose that as part of their court case with the New York AG, I believe. They were trying to hide it. 
they've they've brought in auditors the auditor said they're not giving us what we need we we quit they brought in another auditor that auditor said they're not giving us what we need we quit so then they did a uh certification of funds or some some bullshit like that which is not an audit because they don't have it folks because they've used this to manipulate the price of bitcoin to bring the markets up crash them down whenever they need working in tandem with their other whale buddies and the social media influencers who yeah don't forget they're making big bank on this a lot of them for fleecing you and this whole thing is coming apart. I think we're going to see another major leg down. And a lot of these shit projects that are now going to be under attack by the SEC may not survive, right? And this is what I used to talk about back in my XRP days. Early, early. Okay. Uh, the same time, you know, this, is, this gets into what I was going to talk about, but I just wanted to leave this in here. U.S. Airlines, desperate for pilots, consider cutting training requirements. They don't have enough people to run their airline routes. And fares have gone way up and it's going to get worse as more of these pilots die off from the vaccines that they took. Look at what's happening in silver. We've got, uh, these are total COMEX silver in the vault versus, uh, or, or sorry, silver and gold. And you can see silver's been on the decline. But if we actually look at, I believe it's registered, meaning it's earmarked for somebody, it's definitely there and so forth. That's nearing an all-time low. Not an all-time low, but it's it's below 80 million, whereas it was months back, 150 million. We're getting closer and closer to what I talked about, which is where companies are buying up whatever they can get. And there's, you know, the whole system is just kind of collapsing and breaking down. So, okay. Um, I want to leave it there and I'll put the other stuff in the next show. If there's anybody that has questions or comments, you can put those in the um, D live chat. I'll jump in if I can. It wasn't working earlier. Uh, on the Rumble chat, if you have a question, if you're on Twitter Spaces and you want to come in and ask something, share an opinion, whatever, you're welcome to do that. And I'll bring, um, hold on one second. And I, you're going to have to tell me what you want me to call you. I cannot even uh, read what that is. Oh, wait, no, they just dropped out. Okay, I guess he didn't want to come on. All right. Uh, let me see if there's any comments here I missed. Otherwise, we'll wrap up there. Uh, so I'm going to be, I'm spending time with my daughter next weekend. I may do a show Sunday. I may not. There's a whole bunch of stuff on the whole vaccine front and, you know, biological weapons development and so forth. I'm going to try and do that on Thursday if possible. And I may or may not do a show on um, Sunday for you guys. So... Just want to give you a heads up. All right, y'all are pretty quiet, looks like. And nobody wants on, so we will wrap it up there. Look, folks, there are people out there in the world who will tell themselves whatever they need to to achieve their goals, to 
you know, buy their Ferrari and have their million dollar watches. And there's the, you know, the same exact thing happened with the WeWork guy, Adam, whatever his name was, spend a ridiculous amounts of money on ridiculous crap because it wasn't his money. You know, he's like a kid in the candy store looting the treasury because he's got the key. And that's what this is. It's definitely not a pyramid scheme. It's definitely not a Ponzi. It's a heart scheme. I'm Sam. I am. Thank y'all. We'll catch you next broadcast. Bye everybody. I got zero doubt with my man brain, you keep calling me insane uh, Every single day more XRP is what I obtain No more cash, no more cars, only QR codes nah. No more proof of work, we running validated nodes Ooh. This is the life that I chose, yeah. they look at the cons, I look at the pros I'm always bullish on the shows bullish. Now you wanna ask about XRP, I am not telling now you want some of my XRP? I am not selling, it's not for sale Honestly, I just wish you will Cause I'm XRP for whale I'm XRP for life and that's forever, can't you tell? I just keep on buying, why they telling me to sell? The whole world gonna be shocked when XRP break out of shell And that's when we prevail I'm XRP for whale I'm XRP for life and that's forever, can't you tell? I just keep on buying, why they telling me to sell? The whole world gonna be shocked when XRP break out of shell And that's when we prevail XRP taking the lead Come equipped with institutional speed XRP giving the go to proceed Don't listen to FUD, I know they mislead Trying to tell them, but I know they don't care ODL, no nothing compared Back in the day I was willing to share Now I don't have any left to spare So some liquidity on demand Try to tell them, but they don't understand Holding my ledger right here in my hand See the signs, it was already planned Digital economy, it's already here I'm talking about the moon They think I majored in astrology Haters talking trash, I think they majored in garbology Focus on my future, so I invest in technology Number one is where we rank Come on. And if you don't have XRP, then I do not know what you thinking. Ah. This the time, this the year, this the place to be. How the strong all day long doing it faithfully. Lord. Keep that negative energy far away from me. It's not our fault that we seeing something that you can't see. I got my hands on some all demand liquidity. Oh, yeah. And I'ma hold on to it now into infinity. This the greatest wealth transfer the world will ever see. But I'm not talking, I'm about to go buy me more XRP. Cause I'm XRP for whale. I'm XRP for life and that's forever, can't you tell? I just keep on buying while they telling me to sell. The whole world gonna be shocked when XRP break out of shell. And that's when we prevail. I'm XRP for whale. I'm XRP for life and that's forever. Can't you tell? I just keep on buying while they telling me to sell. The whole world gonna be shocked when XRP break out of shell, and that's when we prevail. Ow. I'm XRP for whale. XRP for whale, I'm XRP for life and that's forever, can't you tell, can't you tell?